Twitter was like, he was like Lonzo Ball. Everyone was like, oh, he's the son of LeVar. He's going to be the greatest player of all time. Welcome to the Tennyson Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Kondraki, and right next to me is my co-host, Adrio Morales. We do it to him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We do it to him. Tin is in. In is tin. Chum is fum. Fum is chum. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's been a pretty dry week in the NBA. Not much has happened, except for Melo signing to Houston. And we've already argued about that at length. Probably too much. While Adriel screams in my ear and trolls me about how he's trash <laughs> and washed up. And I plead as a Rockets fan, the only hopeful one, that we're going to be good. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas also shitted on Cleveland, then apologized. <laughs> that doesn't even matter. Because he was a pansy and took it right back. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just fucking messing around, man. It's like, shut the fuck up. You're a dwarf. <laughs> wow. Coming from an Isaiah Thomas supporter. <laughs> So we're actually going to have kind of a, a fun episode today where we're just going to do random debates when we get more of a following. Hopefully we can do like a Q&A when in the off season or something or when it gets boring or you guys can just uh, ask us stuff that you want to see debated, either like historical debate like player versus player or like team versus team or whatever anything you want what would happen if the chris paul trade went down do some mike corzemba stuff mike corzemba stuff be the downgrade nick smith yeah so actually shout out to my brother chris <laughs> for giving us some of the topics because we were stuck trying to think of something that we didn't agree on jeremy lynn <laughs> shut up jeremy lynn's me <laughs> we're not talking about jeremy lynn he's too good too good for our podcast. <laughs> We're actually going to debate uh, who's the most overrated player of all time. Most people would say Reggie Miller, but neither of us are going to, I don't think either of us picked him. I did for that one. He's just too common of a pick. It's like, now everyone knows he's overrated. Yeah. So it's whatever. Right, you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. I think Vince Carter is the most overrated NBA player of all time. That's a pretty big statement. He's actually still a decent player at age 40. But I don't know. People just think that he's like a top 50 player of all time. But the only thing he was ever really good at was dunking the ball. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone considered him a superstar, but in reality, he only made two all-NBA teams in his whole career. It's like, wow, he wasn't even top 15 in the NBA only two times <laughs> ever in his career. I just think that he was just so hyped up after he won the dunk contest. And then he had some great years in Toronto. And after he peaked at like his first 
three years in the league. It's like, how do you peak <laughs> right away? It's like, shouldn't he be getting better? I just think he had a lot of talent, but it's crazy because this man came in scoring like 27 and then never improved at anything else. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, he never improved on defense. He never improved at making his teammates better. <laughs> never got his assists up. Just the same consistent scoring trash over and over again. And he never even had a true shooting percentage above 55%. Like, could you imagine only, <laughs> your only skill being scoring and dunking and you can't even do it efficiently? <laughs> so yeah, I think he's pretty overrated. Rachel, who do you got? For my pick, I chose the one and only Allen Iverson for several reasons. First off, his turnovers, shit's atrocious. 3.6 over his career, and he didn't even touch the ball the last, like, five years. So a lot of people average a lot of turnovers. Nah, it's different with it. Harden averages a lot of turnovers. Yeah. Harden's gay. It's <laughs> a lot better than Allen Iverson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Allen Iverson's overrated. Pretty bold take, but could explain why. Then you go to his usage rate. The one great thing about Allen Iverson is how much this man scores. But his usage rate is shit. <laughs> he does he, all he does is touch the ball constantly and put it up. And you could say he has no teammates, but it's like he doesn't make them better either. It's just fucking chuck, chuck, chuck. <laughs> you don't touch the ball. He's basically Westbrook of the early two thousands. He inspired him. He inspired Westbrook. Where do you think people rank Allen Iverson? If he's overrated, then what do you? Th I think he's considered third best shooting guard of all time, which I don't think he is. I think that goes to Dwayne Wade. Then what do you think he is? I would put him at maybe five. You think he's a top twenty player? Probably not. Twenty five, about. I think he's just the most glorified chucker around, and he didn't play defense. That was just... He gambled for steals pretty good. That's it. <laughs> he just gambled for steals. He got his occasional steal, and that was it. <laughs> it's fine. When they won, they had good defenders around him, and he did all the scoring. They didn't win. No rings for this man. <laughs> no rings for Vince Carter either. Yeah, but, like, who are Vince Carter's teammates? <laughs> Trash. Besides teammates. Trash. Exactly. Trash. Exactly. exactly. Alan Iverson carried his team farther, so he's less overrated. <laughs> so he's less overrated. <laughs> Allen Iverson made more all-NBA teams. He was always at least a top-ten player in the league. Vince Carter was never. He only made two all-NBA teams in his whole career, so even though he was considered like an all-star. That's only because all-NBA teams take into account your fucking offense only. If they cared about defense, Allen Iverson would have made that shit. <laughs> he still would have. He had all the clout. Exactly. Just clout. This dude is a borderline criminal occasionally. <laughs> Shut up. He's amazing. Amazing criminal. <laughs> no, let's go for arenas. Get it right. <laughs> it's different. Also, Vince Carter, in his prime years, was already getting beat in the playoffs by LeBron and Wade in their, like, third to fourth season. So they're already being Vince Carter's Nets team by then. But LeBron and Wade are both complete legends. I don't really think it's that big of a setback to be beat by them. Yeah, but he was in his prime so with a better team. They were basically in their prime as well. 
especially LeBron. LeBron fucking came into the league basically at his prime and then just stayed there until now. So D-Wade, but he got injured after a while. No durability. Detected. Yeah, but Allen Iverson is a top 25 player of all time. Or actually, even though he was super inefficient, maybe the most inefficient volume scorer ever. <laughs> but still, he had such a big impact on the future generation. So could he be overrated? So he was influential, but he wasn't pivotal. Like His win shares weren't even that high. He had three seasons above 10 win shares, and that was it. That was where it ended. So are you saying um, he has a great impact, but he's not. he wasn't actually that great of a player? I'm saying that his impact on his team wasn't that great. It's just his impact on the game of basketball itself, which was nice. Because he inspired a more flashy style of play, because he was so small and lit. Exactly. But he wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's going to rock cornrows without Allen Iverson? <laughs> Nobody. No one's going to rock cornrows without Allen Iverson. He made that. He made that cool. <laughs> Just like a rapper. It was cool. Vince Carter, what did he do? Everyone thought he was so cool because of his dunks. But, like, that was it. Yeah, but the thing is, I think, sure, Allen Iverson's better than Vince Carter, but his the level that he's considered at is so much higher than Vince Carter's. So I don't think Vince Carter's really that overrated in that situation because Allen Iverson is set to such a high standard, whereas Vince Carter just sets like a middle high standard. And I think that's where he should be. But Allen Iverson isn't where he should be. He's too high. No, Vince Carter's too high. Vince Carter's considered top 50, and this man's not even like top 65. Whereas Allen Iverson's what considered top like 20, and he's not, he's like what, top 25? It's not that big of a difference. I would put Vince Carter top 50. No, he was terrible. Think about think about some of the players that are in top 50 that would be considered ahead of him. Scottie Pippen and okay. Dwayne Wade. Okay, okay. But like, and Alan but towards the later end of the 50, it would just be a bunch of guys who played in the 60s and 70s. Exactly. exactly. Those were a lot better than Vince Carter because no. they actually had wins. Vince they, Carter they never carried his team. They actually had wins, but they didn't have competition. Yeah, but Vince Carter, it didn't matter. Vince Carter had plenty of chances to even get to the conference finals, and he still couldn't do it. Vince Carter had competition. They had none. Shut up. Vince Carter, on the on the Magic, got carried by Dwight Howard and still let him down. He had one job, to come in as an old scorer. And then he shot like 36% in the conference finals and let Dwight Howard down when Dwight Howard was actually good. And Paul Pierce, who was the same age, was an all-star. Well, Vince Carter was just the shell of his former self and sucked it up. But who's still in the league? <laughs> it's not Paul Pierce. Yeah, but he was the truth. Vince Carter was like the opposite. He was all a lie. He thought he was so good. Vince Carter was the lie. He wasn't. This man just underachieved his whole career. He came in, and everyone was like, wow, this man's going to be amazing. He's the next big thing. Four years later, you're like, what happened to Vince Carter? LeBron's like the new big thing. Everyone was saying that about shooting guards back then. Because everyone was just waiting for the next MJ. So their standards were so high. Vince Carter was like, he was like Lonzo Ball. Everyone was like, oh, he's the son of LeVar. He's going to be the greatest player of all time. Shut but, up. But then when he, <laughs> when he just puts up 10, 7, and 7, they're disappointed, even though that's pretty solid. Shut up. People were saying Vince Carter was the next Michael Jordan because his second year is like averaging 27. Exactly. And then, and then, and then he reached his peak. 
<laughs> he never got that good again. That was it. He never improved. He never worked hard enough. He's overrated. You want to talk about not working hard? That's Allen Iverson. This man refused to practice. There was Shut no. Up. He has the, it wasn't even a word. Alan for him. Iverson. How can he be overrated when he has the greatest practice speech of all time? <laughs> My God. Vince Carter might have the greatest dunk of all time, but Allen Iverson, he has the greatest speech of all time. Vince Carter has the greatest poster of all time. Very nasty. Why? Because he jumped over someone? Exactly. Yeah, a he very up, tall man. He, exactly. Everyone thought he was amazing because he jumped over a player. And then that was it. That was all he could do. And scoring efficiently. Okay. But realistically, right? You're saying Vince Carter isn't top 50. But imagine some of the old players that you would put ahead of him. Like, for example... Bob Cousy. Yeah, exactly. Pete Maravich. Bob Cousy. Pete Maravich. Tiny Archibald. Like Kevin McHale. Kevin Those McHale guys. is actually pretty good. Those guys. Those guys. Those guys are better than Vince Carter. They're not, though. They're a lot better than Vince Cause Carter. Because the generation they played in was complete garbage. If you switch the generations, you put Vince Carter yeah. where they were, Vince Carter's the fucking Jordan of that era. Yeah, but those guys were pioneers. Vince Carter wasn't a pioneer of anything. Because even after his dunk contest, it wasn't even that cool after that. That was like <laughs> the peak. And then it fell off. But those guys, they like started everything. They like started the Magic Johnsons and the Isaiah Thomases. So those guys are lit. Those guys are lit, but they started them off, but they weren't playing anyone. They, you can't name any of their opponents. It's just not possible. They're the only ones remembered from that generation. Because they're the only ones that were good. They were the best of their generation. Can you say the same about Vince Carter? He definitely wasn't. But the generation he, he wasn't was even playing close. in was so much, is so much more talented. It's ridiculous. Imagine yeah. putting any of those guys in the early 2000s. They would not make the NBA. They would be completely screwed. And if you put Vince Carter with them, Vince Carter is the fucking greatest player of all time. Yeah, but that's just, that's science. Like, humans get stronger, faster, and smarter as years progress. So, like, there's more diversity as the game went on. Instead of just a bunch of old white dudes, but like exactly old white dudes. That's who you're putting above yeah, Vince Carter. Some without, old white dudes. Without some old, without those white dudes, you wouldn't even have Vince Carter. There would be no NBA. Exactly. Be but they're in the same boat as AI. Very influential. Extremely skill wise, not there. Nah, you can't. When you're talking about greatness, you can't just include skill because then it would be always the most recent players. But you gotta include what they did for the game. Vince Carter did nothing for the game compared to those guys. Vince Carter wasn't influential. I agree. Exactly. He was overrated because people thought he was, but he really wasn't at all. Whereas Allen Iverson was like incredibly influential. He's like the most influential player ever. Exactly. Allen Iverson was influential, and Vince Carter was not. But that has nothing to do with their skill levels. If we're talking about overrated, Allen Iverson's amount of like influence on the game is what makes him so overrated. Because for his skill level, he shouldn't be that influential. This man influenced people in the same way that someone like Jordan did. But he shouldn't have because he wasn't nearly as good as Jordan. He wasn't even close. Vince Carter, on the other hand, Vince Carter was barely influential at all. But that's where he should have been. So I think he was rated properly. No, because Vince Carter, Vince Carter never even scored 30 points per game like AI. AI was a glorified chucker. <laughs> the ball was never out of his hands. Yeah, you have anything to prove that? 
Besides just some highlight tapes of him not passing the ball. <laughs> and his usage rate of 37.8. And his MVP, hog some ball, because they made him hog ball. <clears throat> exactly. They made a whole system around him touching the ball only. It's literally the current thunder. It's so crazy to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they actually, they actually won. Unlike the Thunder, they're the first round. Did they That's win? why AI was so great. Did he made it to the finals with that team. AI made it to the finals. He beat Ray Allen and the, everything. The, does it and matter? And Vince Carter. Does it, does he beat Ray Allen and Vince Carter in the same year. The, does it matter? Did Where did he end up? What do you mean, where did he end up? Where did he end in up? In the Hall of Fame. He ended up... Vince Carter's gonna be there. He's just still <laughs> playing. <laughs> it's not even a good argument. <laughs> well, yeah. But, well, Vince Carter... He's actually a good role player. I'll give him that. He's a guaranteed Hall of Famer. Yeah, but people still overrate him now. Just think about it. People are like, they think of a big name. So they're like, wow, Vince Carter is actually a pretty good role player. And he's not bad, but it doesn't mean he's good. Like, he's like the 10th guy on the bench. Exactly. 10th guy on the bench is where it's at. He hasn't, that's another thing. AI decreased so quickly. Vince Carter has had a really nice long career. What are you talking about? Vince Carter decreased very quickly, too. No. He just stayed, but he, like, was able to keep playing as a lesser player. Whereas AI, when he finally became a lesser player, he was just like, I'm done. I'm not playing anymore. AI? But Vince Carter, he already declined so early. So it was like, whatever. I just got to stick with it. I need the checks. Well, as soon as AI ended up in Denver, that's when he slowly started decreasing. And then by the time he was in Memphis and back in Philly, it all went to shit. They both decreased at the same age. Vince Carter was like 31 when he was terrible. But Vince Carter's still playing. Throw AI in the league right now. It's not happening. What are you talking about? His 52% true shooting percentage would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I do agree with you that AI was a glorified chucker. He's probably the most glorified chucker I've ever seen. This man... I can't even believe how inefficient he was. Fifty-two <laughs> <Like>, percent <laughs> true shooting percent. Like, I don't even know how that's possible. He scored thirty points a game. Like, could you imagine being his teammates having to watch that? Vince Carter was just like, anytime someone questioned him about being a pansy and not like the Jalen Rose story, when that uh, coach was like. Hey Vince, how come you're never playing and you're just sitting out because you're injured? Why don't you actually like try and help us win? And then you beat him up. <laughs> Classic Vince Carter. Classic beast is what it sounds like. Alright, just think about this. This man averaged at least 20 points a game in 11 seasons. 11 seasons of 20 points a game. And he still wasn't considered a top 15 player in the league. All, except for two of those years. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's that just screams overrated. That just screams empty stats. Whereas AI at least won something. He made it to the finals. That's not true, though. Because that just proves he's not overrated. Because those accolades are just a popularity contest. And if he didn't get them, then that means that... Exactly. Your popularity is what makes you overrated. Exactly, and he had none because he didn't make those All NBA teams. No, because when it was, he made like eight All Star teams because the fans loved him. So the fans loved him, so he made eight All Star teams. But in reality, he was terrible because he even barely made any All NBA teams. So when it came down to what the experts thought, he didn't make the cut. The experts are retarded. <laughs> they made Westbrook MVP. All right, that's a valid argument. I don't know. I mean. 
AI is pretty overrated because people do treat him like a god because of his influence. But Vince Carter is such a big underachiever, it's crazy to me. He's an underachiever, but he's not supposed to be, like, the greatest player of all time. He's just considered well, when he first a really came in, good people, player. People were he's like, Michael really Jordan? Michael Jordan? Next Michael Jordan? People did that with Kobe, too. And if we're being honest, he kind, exactly. of, Kobe. He kind of failed if you look at his stats. No, shut up. Co- at least Kobe, Kobe kind of lived up, pretty much lived up to the hype. He became a top 10 player. <clears throat> Vince Carter? Definitely not. The ability to make it there is ridiculous, too. Just to be on compared to Jordan. It was only because of his athleticism. And he went because of his second year in the league. Because he was so good then. And then that was it. That was his peak. What do you think? We both agree that Reggie Miller is pretty overrated, too. Mm-hmm. But I think Reggie Miller, though, he was always pretty clutch. Vince Carter was never clutch. Reggie Miller could always shoot in the... Like, he just did it big in the playoff series. He was always a reliable shooter. Vince Carter was never always a reliable scorer in the playoffs. Reggie Miller probably would have had a lot of playoff success if he didn't play Michael Jordan. Vince Carter ran into himself. <laughs> <laughs> also, another one that I don't think anyone would pick, but just like it's kind of crazy right now, is Steph Curry. People hype him up a lot, or at least during his MVP seasons, he was hyped up a lot. I think he's, I think he's as good as the hype says, though. Yeah. I just think he had to take a back seat because of KD. And now DeMarcus as well. Well, I think now he's, like, hyped pretty pretty right. Like, he's the greatest shooter ever, and that's, like, pretty right. But before, like, before KD joined him, when they had the 73-win season, and he was the unanimous MVP, I thought that was ridiculous. That was the first unanimous MVP. The first? But he was... Like he was filthy. <laughs> no one had No one had ever seen anything like him before. Yeah, but people were hyping up like he was better than LeBron all of a sudden. Yeah, that's true. The, like, that did become a bet. Like, people were arguing that back and forth, Steph versus LeBron. And now it's like... It's like, come on now. Yeah, it's, it's it's like people argue if Steph's top three in the league. I think you could say he's top three. Just, like, the fact that people were comp- saying that he might be better than LeBron. It's like, come on. It's like, no one in this era is better than LeBron. The only one that is, is Jordan. <laughs> That's a that's a discussion for another time. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not doing the goat for a while. I'm super annoyed though. I have to go on this rant. I have to go on two rants actually, <laughs> because we were gonna do two different topics that we both thought were pretty good. We were gonna do best Laker of all time and best MVP year of all time, right? Then we both do our research and we're looking at this right, and we're like. Best MVP season of all time. There's been a bunch of great MVP seasons. Surely we could we could disagree on it and argue about it. Then we fucking um we look at this and we're like Michael Jordan's 1987-98 season. <laughs> this man put up NBA 2K numbers in my career. He led the league in steals, 3.2 <laughs> steals, not two steals like you could do now. 3.2, 1.6 of blocks, more than Draymond in his Defensive Player of the Year, more than um, KG in his Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> yeah. He won Defensive Player of the Year. He won. Fi- he got 50 wins with Pippen as a rookie who was bad by then and terrible teammates. <laughs> 
He scored 35 points a game on 53% shooting, 60% true shooting percentage. So, like LeBron efficiency and 35 points. He had 21.2 win shares, which is like impossible. Like, if someone did that right now, they would automatically be considered the GOAT. And he only, usually, you get the most win shares when you freaking win the most games in the league. But he didn't even do that. He only won 50 games. But out of 50 of those games, he was, he was responsible, responsible for 21-1, <laughs> which is crazy. How does that even happen? He was the all-star MVP. He was the dunk champion. And he had the highest per PR since the merger, 31.7. It's like, what? <laughs> like, I'm trying to look at, I'm looking at any MVP here. I'm like, all right, surely we could pick Kareem's year. We could pick LeBron's. Nope. I'm like, all right, maybe there's just one year where someone wins the title and the MVP. So I could say <laughs> that, that they dominate in the playoffs. Nope. <laughs> the only one that comes to mind is like Hakeem. He won Defensive Player of the Year, MVP, and finals MVP, which was amazing. But then you look at his stats and you're like looking at Jordan's and you're like, what is this? Are you kidding me? How can you even deny how great the season was? It's ridiculous. It's like, what? Then we're trying to do best Laker ever. And it's like, originally I was going to pick Magic Johnson and he planned on picking Kobe. Yeah, I was going to pick Kobe because I was like, Kobe has to be the greatest Laker. Just look at what he did, right? Because recency bias and everything. And then I see, and then I'm looking at this, and I'm like trying to make my case for Kobe. I'm like, Kobe's another player that's super overrated. Like, what the heck? Like, this guy, this man. <laughs> for, I lost for, the words at this point. <laughs> first, you, first you look at MVPs, and you're like, all right, Magic has two and kobe has one but kobe kind of got robbed so it's fine it's like a wash then you look at finals mvps because they're like magic always had the better team he had such a great team but he won three finals mvps kobe won three championships with Shaq, so he never won those finals mvps so he only has two and then you look at rings and you're like they both have five rings so you're like hey magic usually had the better team and kobe still mashed up with his ring that's pretty good right then you look at their stats and it's like yeah kobe scored more that's great but then you look at the advanced stats and it's like magic's career true shooting percentage was 61 then you, if you take kobe's three most efficient years and average them out it's 57.5 percent <laughs> and magic's career is 61 percent it's like what then most Kobe fans are just like, nah, you guys are haters. You guys should take away the first two seasons of Kobe and the last two because those were BS, right? So you take away... Which already is a shitty argument. Yeah. That's so dumb. You can't just be like, he was bad, so we just can't count those years. Yeah. Like, no one says that. <laughs> exactly. So you take those away, and his career PER is 23.6. Magic's career PR if you count all of his seasons, is 24.1. And he had AIDS. Exactly. <laughs> he played a season with AIDS, and he's better than Kobe. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> you're thinking, right, PR is player efficiency rating. But if you're, um, if you if you don't know, PR does favor people who score more, even if they're more inefficient at it. So, like, usually the scoring leader will have the highest PR, 
because that just makes sense, right? Like, player efficiency rating, it values points above everything else. And you're like, Kobe scored way more than Magic, but then his PR is lower. It's like, how, <laughs> how is that possible? Then you look at win shares per 48 minutes. Magic's was 0.225, right? And you're like, all right, that's really good, for especially for a career. Then you look at Kobe's best season for win shares, and you're like, it's 0.224. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> and you're like, all right, well, Magic always had the better team, so he always had more wins, so he has more win shares, right? right? Then you're like, okay, when the Lakers won 65 games with Kobe, he had 12.8 win shares. Not bad, not bad at all. Then you look at when Magic won 65 games with the Lakers, 15.9 <laughs> win shares. Then you're like, all right, well, defense, surely Kobe was a lockdown defender with all his all-NBA defensive teams. And you're like, he had more negative defensive box plus minus. <laughs> he had more seasons with a negative defensive box plus minus than positive. And Ma Magic never had one of those. He always had a positive defensive <laughs> box plus minus. Then you look at career defensive box plus minus. And you're like, all right, Magic's is 45.2. And it's like, all right, that's pretty, that's pretty good. He didn't play a lot of seasons. Kobe, who played seven more years, only has 50.7. So Magic, who had like a defensive box plus minus per year at like three, if he just played like two more years, he still would have had a better. <laughs> oh, like counting, these are counting stats. And that's not like saying that these stats are fuck all, but it's just like, come on. I, I, like, I don't even know what to say for Kobe. Like Kobe fans, like... Advanced stats were just your ending. And Allen Iverson fans. Like, those were just, <laughs> like, career over. Once you got to it, once advanced stats got made, that was it. It just exposed those <laughs> volume. It exposed any volume shooter that was inefficient and just wrecked them. Like, I used to think that Kobe was a top three player. And now, I don't even know if I want to put him top ten. <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> Like, I was actually amazed. Low-key, like, Kobe should have been our most overrated player. <laughs> yeah, actually. But he's still, really, he's, he's still really good. So, at least when he chucked, he won. So, I, I can't disrespect him that I used, much. Back when the Kobe-LeBron argument was still relevant, I remember, because I knew this. This is why I wanted to pick Magic, because I knew Kobe's stats were shit. Every time, I would, like, look at Kobe and... Uh, LeBron's stats side by side and try to compare them so that I could make arguments that Kobe was better. But it never worked. I went at every single stat and Kobe never wins. It's so stupid. Like, I I can't fathom how Kobe just let me down completely. This dude failed me in all ways. I was fucking devoted Lakers fan thinking Kobe's greatest of all time or at least fucking one of them. But he's not at all. Like, <laughs> Why? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. His personality really shined through to the media because his stats definitely did not. <laughs> <laughs> My golly. All right. The next thing we're going to debate is the and, best trade of this decade. And the final thing. Yeah, the final thing. Because I just had to do that rant real quick. It was like two rants. It was actually kind of long. But like, it's just so frustrating coming with these topics because... <laughs> We were both looking at these things, and we are just trying to find something to disagree on. It's so hard. Yeah, because everything's so one-sided. Like, exactly. Jordan beats everybody without question, and Kobe doesn't compare to Magic in any way. It's impossible. Yeah, that's why we need you guys to help us out.
So when we get more followers and more listeners, you guys got to just uh, tell us whatever you want to, like, whatever you want us to debate about, just anything. It'd be so much more interesting. <laughs> this one you should go first. What do you think is right. the best trade the of this best decade? Because we were going to do all time, but then it was like, you could just pick, like, Kobe or Kareem, or like, those trades, like, those just one franchise, like, five rings. So it's like, whatever. It's too boring. Yeah. All right, well, for me, it was a very easy pick. I didn't have to think about it twice. It was the infamous 2013 trade, which gave the Nets an aging Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Jason Terry, and no-name guy in exchange for three first-round picks and the ability to swap their first-round pick to the Celtics and five players. Basically, the Nets are retarded. This is why they suck now. They are still... This trade was five years ago, and they are still sucking because of it. It screwed them over in all ways. Yeah, out of it, they got Tatum, Brown, uh, who else? Just those two alone were really bad. But then, <laughs> you look at everything else. Yeah. They, got, they got Kyrie out of it, too. They got Paul Pierce who had a major downfall and ended up with 13 points from his previous 19. Already huge failure. No team should give up basically four first-round picks for a player who's dropping 13. And you think Paul Pierce is bad. Kevin Garnett gets even worse, dropping six points and six boards. That's it. That's all they got for their entire future, for their organization, to suffer for many years to come, and they'll probably continue to suffer for more and more years. They got two old men, and Jason Terry, which is another old man. Everyone's old. Hey, they got him a few playoff appearances. A few, <laughs> just, just, just to a get few. wrecked by LeBron in a different uniform. <laughs> a different uniform. But the thing is, if the Celtics don't win the championship in the next like three to four years. Is this trade still the best trade of the decade? Yes. <laughs> the value of it was so ridiculous. Yeah, and but if they don't, if they squander the opportunity and don't win. I don't even think it's squandering the opportunity. No team has an opportunity. We're in the Golden State era. Shut up. It's not going to last four years. Well, if it does, yeah. If it does end in less than four years, then I think the Celtics do win a championship. Without question. I think they have the second... Like, if I was picking a team to win a championship, if the Warriors weren't there, I'm picking the Celtics, without question. Yeah. It would just be crazy, because they, everything they've done was pretty smart, but if at the end they don't win, it's just <laughs> like, wow. Like, how, you just, they hand, the Nets just hand you a championship practically on a silver platter. <laughs> I have to disagree with you on this one, though, because I think the Harden trade was clearly the best trade of the decade. Oh, wow, a Rockets fan. What a surprise. <laughs> Hey, just think about it. <laughs> the Rockets get James Harden. The Thunder get Kevin Martin, Jeremy Lamb, Steven Adams, Alex Abrinas, and Mitch McGarry. Kevin Martin and Jeremy Lamb. Kevin Martin's not even in the league. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because he used to be our best player. That was a terrible time to be a Rockets fan. Then Jeremy Lamb. Is terrible. He's not on their team anymore. He lasted there for like what two years. 
the thing that kind of saves it for them is Steven Adams because he's actually really good. And at first, you're like, the Rockets' first round picks, those aren't even that good. But Steven Adams actually was a steal. And then Alex Abrinas and Mitch McGarry were both not that great, honestly. But Steven Adams kind of saves it for them. But just think about it. The Rockets get a top five player in Harden for, for nothing. For nothing. For literally nothing. But We get a top five player. The thing is, and this is why I don't think that even if the Celtics don't win a championship the next four or five years, that they still made the greatest trade in the last decade. Because that trade, again, just like with the Harden trade, they gave up nothing for it. There, there wasn't much else they were going to get for an aging Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. There was literally nothing else. And somehow, they managed to get in contact with the worst organization in the NBA and make it all work. They were just like, yep, all right. Who are we going to contact? Brooklyn? That's the slums. They definitely have no IQ. Let's just hit up Brooklyn, ask them if they want these two players, and they suck. So we'll just get all their picks forever, and <laughs> we'll just be fine. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but even from a Rockets standpoint, it's like the same thing, because you're looking at this and you're like, we strike out on Dwight Howard the first time when we try to trade for him. We strike out on the Pau Gasol-Chris Paul trade, because... David Stern vetoes it so we don't get Pau Gasol. So then we're like, all right, we're stuck in this middle of the pack. We're the ninth seed. We're not making the playoffs, but we're not tanking. We're too good to tank. So what are we going to do? Oh, yeah, let's just get a top five player in James Harden and have this whole thing end up being worth it. At the time, though, he wasn't even a top five player. Yeah. Like, it only became a great trade in the future. At the time, it was like a, like, he was like a, he was six man of the year, right? Yeah, but he was like he had the potential to be like an all star at least. Oh yeah, clearly now, MVP. <laughs> exactly, we got an MVP, and we got every time he since he came here, we made the playoffs every year. When before then, the last three years before he came, we made the playoffs none of those years. <laughs> so you get a guaranteed playoff appearance, and then possibly a gar- like AKA a guaranteed loss to the Warriors. Yeah, exactly. We get to compete with the Warriors. That's what. And what did the Thunder get? They get, they get, they get the biggest fail of all time, basically. And then, KD, Harden, yeah, and yeah. Russ, and the three MVPs on one team, and they didn't win one championship, and they probably never will. It's pretty sad. They squandered that, and the Rockets just flourished. Flourish. Yeah. So I think the Harden deal is better, but and it's kind of crazy because. If the Rockets win the championship, this trade's undeniably better. But if the Celtics won, then their trade's undeniably better. It's just, who's going to capitalize off Golden State eventually falling apart first? Exactly. <laughs> Every, so, everything's waiting for Golden State to fall apart. Exactly. So I guess we'll see then. At the end of the season, or yeah, at the end of the season, if, Golden, if one of these teams wins, we're just going to rub it in each other's face. <laughs> My pick was better. My pick was better. James Harden is GOAT. Fucking every player the Nets could have ever had is GOAT. <laughs> hey, I'm rooting for the Nets, though. I am not. Their I'm... organization deserves to suffer for making that trade. Yeah, but they've already suffered. They suffered a lot. They deserve eternal torture. <laughs> they suffered a lot. It's pretty depressing to be a fan of them. Like, I would root for them now just because they're trying to be smart now. So I'm rooting for them because I just feel bad. 
Like, you don't deserve to have a decade's worth of, or two decades worth of suffering <laughs> because of one bad move. Come on. It's not two decades. That's BS. <laughs> it's not fair. No fan should endure that without the ability to be able to kill the GM that did it. <laughs> Oh my god. I can't even imagine. Because at the time, like, when you see all those pics, like, your head can't really (laughs) comprehend. They, like, you just think it's just some pics, right? But then, you see, (laughs) all these years later, you see what it actually turns out to be. And And you see what you got. (laughs) Like, wow. Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) That's wild. (laughs) I fucked up my entire fucking franchise forever. Honestly, I'm surprised anyone wants to go to Brooklyn at this point. Like, <laughs> they have Snake Russell. <laughs> Brooke Lopez must have been, like, so happy <laughs> when he left. But then he just went to L.A. And yeah, at the time, we sucked. <laughs> but at least they had a good city. But then, yeah, exactly. But we have a fucking fantastic city, which basically gave us LeBron. That's all you need in the NBA is location. That's, that's so annoying, but whatever. Houston's not a bad city, so it's fine. Plus, they have Daryl Morey, the lord that got us Harden. And it's not going to get us that championship. <laughs> we have magic. <laughs> no, now you have LeBron. He makes the move. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> magic's one job was to get LeBron, and now he's gave him all, handed over all of his duties to LeBron. Here's how we're going to win. We're going to have magic. Because he has AIDS, he's going to do the Make-A-Wish program. And he's going to wish that the Lakers win the NBA championship. So bad. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, hopefully none of you guys get offended by that. <laughs> I deeply apologize to anyone suffering from an STD. Yeah. We definitely don't sound like it, but we're not bad people, we swear. There's no harmful intent behind our words. (laughs) (laughs) If we ever get a following, (laughs) we swear, we're going to donate to charity. So it's fine. To AIDS research. Yeah. Yeah, AIDS will donate some of his money to AIDS research. Adriel, eight. <laughs> Play on words. All right. Well, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we try to bring you something different. If nothing else happens these next few weeks, we'll probably do something around the same. Maybe another player versus player. Those are pretty fun to do, even though it's hard to find players that match up well. <laughs> yeah, and ones that we don't both go for like Dwayne Wade and Iverson we both go for Dwayne Wade <clears throat> and we're not going to do the goat conversation for a while if any of you are wondering that because I don't really want to do it right now and we're still playing I'm yeah not. and we already went on our like opinions for the best at each position and we literally had the exact same one for every single position just doesn't work right. <laughs> nothing works right. we'll find something for you guys if nothing happens but yeah so we're gonna wrap it up make sure to follow our official instagram tennison podcast we post nba content every other day and when we have a new episode that comes out 
we post about it so you guys are always updated and leave a like or a comment or subscribe if you actually enjoyed <laughs> listening to us we hope you enjoyed <laughs> yeah hopefully hopefully you laughed a little bit or got some kind of insight out of it but yeah peace out see you next week